A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Matchball. Hello, this is The Matchball. It's streamed live for our brave, hardy souls, the TSP Plus members who are joining us on the live stream. Um, if you're listening on the podcast afterwards, why not join them and you can enjoy our searing analysis and joy at the absolute mess that is Leeds United on a night like tonight. 3-0 uh, against Villa. I should say, Levi Solicitors bring you the podcast as well. 10% discount on your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan, Michael and Moscow with you um, straight out of Ellen Roads and into the studio just round the corner. Um, that was pathetic, wasn't it? Absolutely toothless and pathetic. I have nothing good to say. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> okay. See you later. Thank you, everyone. That's the end of the show. Yeah, it was It was shit. Absolutely shit. Every single player was bad. Every single passage of play was bad. The defence was bad. We could not string two passes together. I thought the players looked to have given up by the end as well. Didn't just, do a huddle to, not today, did they? Just twatting it down. Towards the end, it's like, I oh, just fuck it. Just just put it into the corner and let's get out. Lowest, let's, just, let's just get out of here. We've gone from the best XG we've had all season to the lowest XG in five and a half years. So that's the that's the, that's our current curve. The upward trajectory we're on, the new manager bounce. It lasted one game. It, it lasted half a game. It, it lasted one game that we lost. Mm. Brilliant. Um, we're in a lot of trouble, aren't we? We are in a world of trouble and I think the only thing that saves us now is... Bielsa uh, coming back. ...is other teams being worse than us. That's it. That's all. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all yeah. I've got tonight. We're quite lucky that we've got Norwich still to play because we'll beat them. Um, we still got Watford to come. Yeah, we've got to go there. Well, that'll be easy. I mean, Watford are terrible now. Look at them. Hodgson hates mm-hmm. them all, so that'll be fine. So two wins straight away there, and it should all feel a lot better after Sunday when we beat Norwich. But uh, do you think we'll beat Norwich? I hope so. Do you have, I any, think so. Do you have any degree of confidence after that? I mean, no. But um, I mean, the worrying thing about that tonight is that in my sort of uh, wish to embrace Jesse Marsh and all his new ideas. I'd spent time watching lots of like um, videos and reading lots of things about him. There's one particular webinar that he did with some uh, coaches that you can watch on YouTube. And that was like an hour um, and a bit of him with some coaching ideas. And the worrying thing is I saw them all tonight. We did all that. Didn't work. And it was also, it was bollocks to watch. Like, and I think lots of the things that, because you could feel the the crowd getting twitchy about certain things. And the problem is going to be that lots of those things are the things that he tells the players to do. So all those kind of chip balls across the penalty area. Which were all shit. That's part of the plan. Mm-hmm. The fact that we don't have any width. We don't, we don't have any plan. If you're the fullback on the far side, you're supposed to be in the half space. The Germans have a word for it. Everything is a German word for it. Um, is it the half space? Pretty much. Yep. Um, and even and the one that really... Uh, so that's why I've got no width anymore is because they always have to stay in. So even if we're looking for a switch, and that's why Pascal Stroik will quite mm. often send it 
sailing over the head of a player on the other side. He should because, really have realised Stuart Dallas wasn't on that wing. Well, I mean, know, it was, he did do it. A few it's times. all new. It's but all it's, new. It, isn't this, it? this is the problem. He's, fo- he's following the plan. And that, to me, looked like a set of players who don't know the plan or are not capable of executing it. So, All the plan's pretty easy to play against because that, they were doing the plan in lots of ways. They had given up, they did give up, up on it quite early. It was telling at 1-0, 60 minutes, I noticed that the the Ullen manched in, where they got the all in, the second part, the, he has a German word for Bless it. Bless you. S-A-R-D is his acronym yeah. for you. Uh, sprint, all in together, all together. And then you go all the way in and uh, second the second one picks up the ball. That stopped with half an hour to go when it was still 1-0. The press was just not working at all. One person was going and other players was kind of going, good luck, Dan James, yeah. with that. So that's already um, fallen down. And that's the whole idea is one of the things that, I mean, this sounds like I'm tearing his game to shreds, but I don't know what else to do no, after it watching made, it tonight. It, it deserves it, though, because that was, that was pathetic. One and if his, there's uh, a game plan there, it's shit and it didn't work. One of the things he talked about, well, there's two things I'll, I'll talk about quickly. One is that um, sometimes it's a good idea to give the ball away because you can then win it back and attack, which to me just sounds like it's a very Neil Warnock way of looking at the world and just like stick it up there. And the other sort of vaguely Warnock one, which I think really let us down tonight, he talks about if, um, you know, you're supposed to head for the penalty area, penalty, the penalty spot, spot yeah. at all times. Um, he says that if you can't see a pass, just bang it there anyway and something might happen. And so many times the players took that as the easy option. I was just like, well, he said that if we can't think of anything better to do, we'll just do that. And that's fine. And, you know, it could work. It's, you know, you try to cause some chaos, you win the ball back. It has merit. You watch all these things and you read about them and you think they sound great. But then you watch Rafinha, who is absolutely brilliant. You know, he's got so much quality, so much skill, so much ability. Just deciding, just bang it at the penalty. Yeah. He said, that's fine. I can get away with that. I think that's the problem um, that we've immediately come up against is that the players have found something now that they can get away with. Whereas under Bielsa, I mean, I feel like I should be shot for comparing it to Bielsa, but what the hell, his name was being sung at 3-0. I'm not the only one who's, who's thinking a week ago um, things were bad, but they weren't this bad. Um there wasn't the same places to hide. The man-to-man thing kind of exposes you. You, you. you have to watch your man, and if you're not with him, then you're not doing your job. And it's absolutely clear to everybody, and we've seen performances where we've been beaten. We were probably better against Liverpool at 5-0 down than we were against Villa at 1-0. Mm. And, and, and I it's think- because there's a way, there's, and I, I fear that it's because there's a way of slacking off now. Of They can just take some easy options. We, we don't have to press. Um, because if you're marking their winger, you've got no choice but to follow them around all the time. So you have to run and run and run. Whereas if you're just waiting off and it's like one person leads the press, you can kind of go, don't fancy it. Now. Yeah, then all that. Well, I know what you're saying because there were times when I kind of, I was thinking, how, how can I distill this into something? And I thought, what's happened is we've gone from a manager who would always have us creating chances, even when we are defensively porous like we have been over the last month. We've been absolutely terrible. And I sat on here and said something has to change. I'd like us to have tightened up at the back quite frankly uh, so we've given that away for something tonight where we haven't tightened up at the back but also we created nothing going forward I think that's, that's what you're getting at isn't it because I saw the same thing I saw them trying to hit they try and play balls into like the half spaces as well what you call the half spaces and because they're not tactically attuned to it yet it didn't work and far often than uh, far more often than not they were just playing percentage balls um, into areas where they were told to it's not their fault they're following the plan um 
it is what it is now, isn't they it? just need a new plan now. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't just the percentage balls, though. It was the really simple... Well, Rodrigo was an absolute... The really simple yeah. 15, 20-yard balls that any professional footballer would expect to make. But the amount of them we just passed straight to Aston Villa was was yeah. abysmal. The first half, Harrison and Rodrigo, it felt like every time they got the ball, we lost it pretty much instantly. I, I've looked it up, actually. Harrison, 38 touches, lost possession 19 times. Right. And one of the reasons will be is because when you get the ball... You're not told to go wide into space, head for the penalty spot. So what do Villa have in front of their penalty spot? They've got Tyrone Mings, I don't know who else was playing in their, their defence, and then um, Louise in front of them, wasn't it? So all you have to do to stop it is just compress that area in front of their D. But there were a lot of times we gave the ball away, not yeah. not hitting that percentage ball, literally just, yeah. trying, just, just, just trying to pass it to I mean, Robin it's, Cox. It's no coincidence that Rodrigo got yanked at half-time because he, 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 he was absolutely abysmal. A, abysmal today, wasn't he? He was terrible. Um, and, and you don't give yourself the best chance. You know, we talked about the stuff that, that Leeds have been doing badly in the last few weeks, which was um, not executing Bielsa's plan particularly well. But it just multiplied tonight, didn't it? Mm. Like the basic stuff, you don't give yourself the, the best chance possible if you give the ball away relentlessly, do you? The centre of the pitch was maybe it's been a problem all season, but just terrible. He was he was rubbish. Cox it still looks like a centre back playing in midfield. I'm not a massive fan of that in general. For sure, to his credit, I thought he he didn't hide at least, he didn't for sure. He kept actually trying to get the ball and do something with it, but was also rubbish and gave it away <laughs> countless times. Strauk was on one, I thought, at the back. Ailing didn't wasn't any better. Who fit? One of the good things at Leicester, that we just started clearing the ball. That felt necessary after the mm-hmm. weeks before. Why is he dribbling on our own penalty spot constantly? Mm-hmm. Ailing. Just the the good thing he did at Leicester was just get rid of it and get rid of danger. And instead, we're just trying to set them up for another chance in our own penalty area. Carry on. There, there was lo- no there was loads of that tonight, I think. They were trying to force it far too much in that first half. You just you saw them just Playing inaccurate passes because they were so desperate to make it work. They're just, but this is this is what you get when you're down at this end of the table. It's pressure, and they're starting to feel it, and they want to impress the new coach. They want to execute the new plan, and it all just felt forced and rushed and untidy. And we shouldn't forget Leicester because Leicester was decent, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we uh, restricted them, so everything that like I feel like I've just like shredded Marsh after two minutes. But what the hell? Um, he can fix it probably better. But so Leicester had good things in it, but that was that's the thing is Leicester felt like when I'm talking about Ailing hoofing the ball clear and other players about hoofing the ball clear, it was like cool, we're in a relegation battle, we need to stop defending, so let's not take any chances at the back, just get it away, and that's fine. We'll we'll rebuild and it'll be a little bit basic for a while. And I don't know what the hell got into them tonight, where it's just let's not do that, let's try to keep it as dangerous as possible in our own six yard box. I like a Melier Cruyff turn, but like, just don't all of you do it at the same time. We yeah. got lucky with one of those, didn't we? As well, when yeah, he, uh, yeah nearly four 0 Watkins nearly took it off him, didn't he? Oh well, that I mean, no, that was the first half. That that, him running out and it's just a missed kick. It's not even. Mm. Uh, well, mistakes are fine, aren't they? But it's kind of when you are bringing stuff upon yourself um, when you don't need to. Like, just do just hoof it. I, I am happy now to see you hoof. So hoof. Mm. Um. Furpo, we need to talk about him. If we're talking about Rodrigo, we also need to talk about Furpo. Mm. It, tonight, he just looked like an absolute disaster of a footballer. Yep. Um, and, a, and a terrible purchase at that. Yep, and now an injured one. Yeah. Yeah, it feels it feels almost harsh to uh, go in on him too much because he is now badly injured by the looks of it. But Jesus Christ. What? 
what have we bought? Like, I, I, every time he's shown signs of maybe becoming acceptable, he just has a game like that. He, he just, I, I don't think he did anything right. He was out of position all the time. He failed to win more or less all of his challenges, gave the possession away countless occasions. He's just an absolute bomb scare of a footballer with yeah. in, in pretty much all senses. You don't want him to have the ball. You don't want people <laughs> running at him. I don't know I don't know what you do with him in the in the current state of him. Um He's another one that was all right against Leicester though, wasn't it? Everyone's like, oh Furpo. He was all better. right. Well so. it, it felt like against I guess it goes back to what you were saying about allowing them to hoof it. It felt like we didn't expect too much of him against mm-hmm. Leicester. Whereas tonight, he was getting forward and it was fine. Whereas it? tonight it was more that he had to do some stuff and he's not so good when he has to do stuff. Give him the football problems. Seems, yeah. seems to be the main issue. And it seems to be, it's not necessarily his feet that are the problem, it's the um, the connection between his head and his feet. I think mm-hmm. it might be severed. Was the injury that bad? I was going to say, in a very literal sense, it might be tonight. I didn't actually injury. see what happened to him. I saw the replay of the tackles, but I couldn't work out why he was so badly hurt. So I don't really know what was... Uh, it's just everything, Just feel, it feels like, it just feels like everything is a failure. Tonight. It feels like, <laughs> it feels like last summer was a failure. It feels like... Um, Replacing Bielsa was a failure. The tactics all season have been a failure. The transfer policy has been a failure. Everything. It feels like everything has just been brought to bear tonight. It shit all of it. The whole thing what? feels like a big steaming pile of shit. And I know if we win on Sunday, everyone else has lost tonight. Like, yeah, the, the important ones. That's fine. Burnley has still got another game and whatever. Everton might have a points deduction. That would help. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we will. Our hope at the minute tonight, the only hope I have is everyone else being shit. Mm. Um, the way I'm seeing it, though, is between them, Everton and Burnley have got five games in hand on us. Yeah, one of which and is if, against each other, though. But if they win even one of those, either of them win one of those games, they're above us. They don't mm. even know when they're going to play them. Well, do they? I know, else. but... They've got, they've got, between them, they have a lot of games and they need to win. Well, Everton need one point to go above us. Yeah. And Burnley needs, need three. It's, yeah. We'll win on Sunday. It's so a major problem. But the, if the, we don't win on Sunday, we are. The problem down. tonight is that, um, is removing Bielsa removes any kind of cover for it. Yep. Mm. You know, we, we, we've had huge defeats under Bielsa, but people have not left early and booed. Yeah. And mm. I think tonight, even after we could have lost at Leicester, it would have been 3-0 tonight. And I don't, I get the feeling maybe I'm giving Leeds fans more credit or I'm just a relentless optimist, but I think it would have been more of a, you know, grit your teeth, brush it off, come on, hope we win the next game. Whereas it's it's there now to be uh, wielded against the people who sacked Bielsa that now everything from here on is on that. So the the summer's gone, the uh, the tactics before tonight are gone. It's now all about the golden future under Jesse Marsh that they've decided should begin now without giving him any of the things that would help him in the transfer market or in terms of time to teach the players to do what he wants to do. Um, and you could feel it in Elland Road tonight that the the number of times that Marcelo Bielsa was, uh, his name was sung. People held back, I think. Yeah. Um, but 3-0, it was absolutely... Um, clear that that was the loudest noise in the stadium it's also people making a beeline for the um the director's seats to tell them what they think about it mm. and it the worry is that with the timing of the decision and the way it went down um as well it's like you know we've all played jenga yeah they've stopped kind of they've just taken out a vital piece and now it's collapsing it did, it did feel in the stadium, toxic in a way it hasn't yeah. for yeah. a very, very long he's, time. He's right about 
when he's saying about removing the shield, it felt like mm. whatever it was, whatever mystical aura that Bielsa had, that kind of some sort of shroud over the stadium or whatever, like a mm. control. It's like almost like mystical controlling energy, isn't it? About how we all felt. We were all prepared to take the pace things thinking it might get better. That's all been removed. Well, it's, I mean, about, it's about credit in the bank, isn't it? Yeah. As much as anything. It's what we always talked about with players that if you've been good for, you know, 10 games and you have a bad one, people kind of go, oh, well, if your first game is bad, second one, if you're Junior Furpo, essentially, you have no credit in the bank. So people are not willing to to let you have that slack. Bielsa, because he had three really good seasons, this season has been bad and it's been bad with him in charge. It's not it's not a case that we've sacked him and it's got, it's got terrible. It, we, we have been bad for quite a lot of this season, mm. but it was Bielsa. People let him, and people let him away with it. Whereas in this, we went, I don't know, was it 2 0? I think it was probably 2 0 that it really turned and people yes. were, people just basically went, fuck off. Yeah, Everyone, well, there's well, people, we, people the, in the first half, the referee deflected somewhat from a bad performance because I thought mm. he, I, I thought he was bad and he did, he did seem to give some weird decisions. Yeah. Not that it made a difference to the result, but I think he, it felt, it just felt like we'd gone back in time to a degree because it was like, okay, we're going to blame the ref, then we're going to shout at our own players, then we're going to go home all, all upset. <laughs> and that's, it. And that's the most demoralising aspect of this, actually. It's that the, the sense that we're just undoing all the hard work, all the magic that was sprinkled. And it's not only about magic and it's not only about an aura. It's about that we've been through these kind of periods under Bielsa in every season. We've had tough times and he's fixed them. And the idea, instead of letting him fix it this season, we've just gone for a completely different thing. And it looks like we've taken all the ideas out of the players' heads. At least, if you were still doing the same things as before, you know, you have the you have the, the routine. You're not trying to do too much. Marsh has been talking probably about he's not trying to give too much information to the players. New topics. They don't need it because what they need to concentrate on is playing better. So, so theoretically or hypothetically, if Bielsa was still here, the players would have one thing to do, play better at the things that they know what they're doing. Now they have two things to do, which is learn how the new manager wants to play and then get better at that. So you, it's it's a step backwards from that point of view. And you'd hope Leicester would be the springboard and they would take it all on really quickly and it would come together very well. And tonight would be exciting and maybe we wouldn't win, but it would be, you know, either a draw or an honourable defeat. Instead, it just looks like it's it's not worked at all. And so we've got Friday and Saturday to sort that out in time for Norwich. Whereas, again, what the hell, I don't feel like I'm the only person who'll just be banging on about this shouldn't have sat Bielsa tonight. Um, whereas if it was Bielsa still there, it's just like, right, we reset, we know what we're doing on, on Sunday, we just got to do it better. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know what he what he can do. I mean, they were doing all this stuff and it's just... Just didn't work. <laughs> well, it didn't work. And then also you're looking at, well, what else have we got? What's, what's the next idea? If every time we go running at the penalty spot and trying to do little one-twos, we just give them the ball back because there's loads of players there and we can't get through. What else do we do? We're not we can't go wide because that's for Bolton. And then does that's it. And then we just stop because we're three 0 down. Where I mean, you know, it is daft. And it was always forlorn, but the the big the last ten minutes of any beating under Bielsa, we were still trying to score one, weren't we? Whereas I don't know where a goal was gonna come from. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. What worries me about this performance as well is that part of the reason for sacking Bielsa was that apparently the players were absolutely knackered and like there's many a rumour about Rodrigo and Rafinha being pissed off with it and the amount of training. and So that basically the new players who were not used to doing the Bielsa stuff, if it needed to change to make their lives better, to make it easier for them, maybe be a bit more normal, you'd think they might look like they gave a shit. <laughs> Whereas Rodrigo didn't and Rafinha was... Sulking. I don't. Amazing I don't thing. think. No, I don't think it's that they don't give a shit. I think their their confidence is very low, and they're just not good enough. Quite simply, Rafinha is supposed to be playing in the Champions League next season. So how can you not be good? No, enough? But, but they're not good enough to execute the new tactics like quickly. Whatever the Champions League are. player be. I'm not having a go at you. I'm no, going to go no. him. I know. No, no, I don't if know. If he wants to play in the Champions League, he'd better be able to. But then, but then, but then you saw it in Moscow. You saw way you, to play. You saw his head go down, and he got that stupid after book. about ten minutes. That stupid. But you got that stupid book in as well. It's um, not like his head went down. Then he his head went down after about ten minutes in the game. Mm. And you're right that taking out of um, I don't I don't think it's a good a good idea if you're trying to really screw it to the end of the season, really nail it on to take everything down a notch. I will just relax. You've been working too hard. Let's take let's take the pressure off. Take it a bit easier in training. Take it all down a notch. And now they all look fucked because I don't know if it's like you 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 release the tension. The tension is the thing that was keeping them running. Yeah, like nervous energy almost. Yeah, and, yeah. It all, and then when you stop, it's it is like stopping after you've you could, if you start running, you can keep running. You stop running and you say right, start running again. It's the hardest thing in the world to do. I'm going to make you get outside and run after this. I can, you know, I'll keep going if I have to. But if you, but if you make me stop and ask me to start again, can I just ask, no chance. Uh, ask about Radrazani actually, because it's been mentioned in the comments on on YouTube, and you're over that side of the ground. And were people making a beeline for the director's box? Not though? that I could see, but um, Phil Hay and Graham Smith, who were two rows in front of me, were both saying that, and certainly the um, the shouts from around the place. A few people putting on American accents and saying, uh, don't worry, guys, we're so, this will all be fine. Um, I think the, the, the feeling is definitely that, you know, it's on them. They've, they've sacked the, I'm hoping this isn't the parable of the golden goose. You know, Bielsa turns up and gives them anything, everything. And then they decide they know better and no, we'll, we'll get somebody that's, uh, that's better than Bielsa. And this is the guy they've chosen, and it's not. It has to be. Well, that, that's what on the we have to say. It is on the the evidence of tonight because the game was good at Leicester. It is we are talking on the evidence of tonight. But you can, you know you're only as good as your last game, as the saying goes. So based on the evidence tonight, 
that's how it appears. We've got another chance to set that right on, on Sunday, though. I mean, just, just to address one thing before you jump in, Michael, sorry. Um, ML Morgan is asking in the comments, what exactly does Rodrigo need to understand? He needs to understand how to pay to pass to his teammates. <laughs> the, that, the, the pressure on the board as yeah. well, on a night like tonight, also comes very definitely from the way Rodrigo plays and the way Firpo plays, because mm. they are players that Victor Alter and the club have identified and said, yes, these are the men we're going to spend our money on. They will improve us. And you look at that and you think, wow, that's a, either either something has changed massively with the way they are now playing versus the videos and the games you watched, or you've made a terrible, terrible I do think sometimes, Autumn, maybe, and maybe we're being unfair, I don't know, because I don't know the exact story, but it feels like he, he loves a vanity signing, doesn't he? Um, and it, that's what you look at when you when you see Furpo, when you see Rodrigo. That, that's you know just based on, on well, the I think, I think Furpo was probably one of those where, because he does kind of like a... I don't know, a player who's had a, who's had failures but has talent. So people like I can change him. I can fix people him. Like, up. People like Lasaga and Saez. People who at certain moments you went bloody hell, really good, really good. Well, it's almost under, undervalued in the transfer market because of a fault. Exactly. John Kevin Augustin looked really good when he was nineteen, twenty-one, or whatever. Had sort of dropped out of favour, not really working. And you think, well, if he can play like he did, it, like if he can, if you can make Junior Firpo play like the player he was when Barcelona signed him in the first place then we've got a really good player and for that money, quite cheap, etc. And when it doesn't work, which you, you have to say, it mainly hasn't. I mean, Cock might be a good signing if he's ever played at centre-back. I don't think he's a bad player, but I don't think he's a midfielder either. And I'm no. sick of seeing him in there. And he's certainly and, not a midfielder who can control a Premier League game. He might be good at it, but he's not up to the required standard at the minute to get, well, to get, I was going to say, to get us out of this shit. We don't know yet, do we? We might just have enough, but... We're in a lot of shit. There's yeah. a budget element to that as well, isn't there? I don't know if Furpo is the best mid, uh, left-back available for 15 million. Mm. Could well be the case, and sort of when you set um, even Rodrigo at thirty million, a player with that kind of CV, you would expect to cost more. So I don't know if it's vanity or if it is just like that feeling of kind of um, either opportunism or just looking at who is available at the price that you're willing to pay. But there's an, an element there of kind of um, running before we can walk, which brings me back to kind of sacking Bielsa, mm. oh, because you know if we are um, dealing with certain with the budget that we have and. Bielsa always was saying that, you know, I don't want them to try and I don't expect them to sign players of of a, a higher quality or a higher price because we can't afford them because we're second year out of the championship. You've got a coach who's absolute raison d'etre. The, the one thing he's brought to Leeds is making players pay, play better than their uh, their worth and their and any quality that you've seen before. So maybe maybe Rodrigo and Firpo have actually been playing much better than we than, <laughs> than they can than they otherwise would have mm-hmm. um and now they're reverting to like how bad they actually are i mean it's sometimes you look around and this is me now trying to be reasonable about the situation and and bring everything back to an even keel but um you know you look at the money Everton spent on their players and you know are they much, have they got better players than we do not particularly and they're certainly not um performing as a team since Frank's gone there and you know the amount of money that Newcastle has spent like Joe Linton for 40 million or whatever it was and and the absolute shower of shame that they keep spending huge amounts of money and even Aston Villa you know Emmy Wendy 40 million sitting on the bench what's he, what's he doing what's the whole point of that championship player 40 mil and then he's not good enough so they just get Coutinho instead it's it's lazy um, and I don't like them <laughs> and I don't like them beating us 3-0. I think there's... what you're moaning at is that you don't like the system, and we touched on it this week, actually, in the shows, didn't we? But you can't really do anything to change the system because the system has meant that they've beaten us 3-0 tonight, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think we can 
we can't dig out other clubs for it, can we? We can only look at ourselves and say they've got it wrong in so many areas, unfortunately. But you know, well, um, yeah, I think I'm putting it into like a, um, a we are probably where we should be situation. Second year out of the championship with, and we're up, you know, Villa. I disagree. Fans. It didn't have to be like this, though, did it? It didn't have to be. But we, I mean, we have ended up ended up here by virtue of probably a number of factors. I don't think we can, we can't point it all at the board, just the same as you can't point it all at Bielsa, which is why I've described it in recent weeks as like a systematic failure. The system that we have put in place has taken us in a particular direction and it's not a nice one at the minute. And I don't know how many teams come up out of the championship and have two easy seasons in the Premier League to start with. So sort of the shit time is on schedule. Oh, Chris Wood scored tonight, by the way. About time. For the, I mean, yeah. How much did you pay for him? It was... 25, 20, 25. 25 million yeah. pounds, one goal. So that's what 25 million gets you. So in that light, Furpo, absolute bargain of the century, isn't he? It's <laughs> a mean, joke, the whole thing. It's, I mean, it's all... It is all Captain Hindsight stuff, isn't it? But, you know, mm. you, you do look at the assessment of Alioski at the end of last year and not being worth... I don't know what, he, what he's now receiving in, in Saudi Arabia. It'll, be a, it'll have been a very good pay rise. It might be 20 grand more than we were offering him. Mm. And you can't blame him for taking it. I think it was worked out it was like high 30s or 40 grand a week, which is not absolutely astronomical, but it's tax-free. Whereas if you put him on similar wages here, oh, you'd have to pay him like 50 or 60 here yeah. because of the tax to but, I mean, get the same. Yeah, if you retrospectively now, you're looking at it and saying, that's probably what Furpo's earning and we paid a fee for him and he's worse and he's less attuned to the system and he can't play a range of positions either. He can barely play left-back from what I've seen of him. Mm. Bamford was all right. He had a few all right touches. Nice to see him. Did he? And I, I like that one that he put oh, high, wide and handsome when he got mm. a chance. He did one nice thing where he got fouled. That was okay. Mm. <sighs> did you stay until the end? Yeah, I wanted to yeah. hear, hear the full-time reaction. Did you say, well, so you heard when the players went over to the cop and they got booed? Yeah, they got mm. booed, but then applauded. And actually, it was quite interesting when Bamford got around to the east end where I was, I'd started walking down by that point. So I got a lot closer to the front just by the uh, by the exit. And I don't know who, who it was that was saying something to him that maybe somebody was telling him to fuck off or whatever. And he and he made some sort of sarcastic gesture like, come on, what, what, what? And then come on, like, and he, and he did an exaggerated applause, like as if to say, applaud. And I thought, well, what, what, applause what? That was pathetic. Mm. I, I took the diplomatic option of just staring at them. Mm. I didn't boo and I didn't clap. I just stood and looked. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Went, <laughs> right. That's it. That's it. We're applauding. What are we applauding? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I, didn't, I don't feel like... Because you're running around for 40 grand a week. Not running around very much either to be, to be quite honest it was it was fairly half-hearted in a lot of it was the it was the running around couldn't even do that bit it did feel like a defeated crowd and it looked like a defeated team tonight that was that was i think the harshest bit and like you say when you take away all that all the stuff that Bielsa brought and this is not about you know wishing for him back it's just, <laughs> i wish it's, he was back no, no it's just it's wishing for an alternative um it's just wishing for an alternative just wishing for better yeah barcelo mielsa and, he and, come? Yeah, and it's not about being entitled either. It just, it's just gutting, isn't it, to see the weaknesses in the squad, the weaknesses in the system, and all of it just collapsing at the same time. You know, you just, you just, you just hope for better, don't you? Well, I mean, that's the way it's been sold to us, isn't it? Well, we'll see, won't we? I mean, we um, they didn't, they again. didn't sack, again on Sunday. They didn't sack Bielsa, so it would get worse. No, but it has, and you know, people could argue that changing a manager this late in the season is too late to implement new ideas, but mm. I guess... I mean, to, look at, to look at it another way, was it any worse than our performance at Everton? Yes. Was it? Yeah. I don't know if it was. I think you're misremembering the, the Everton game. We were terrible, and they could have scored loads more than they did. But I don't know. 
and we we've played. Wait, I'm trying to make the point. I suppose we've played badly in games we should have won this season. Yeah, before today, but yeah, the the kind of idea that there's a new manager bounce and that new ideas will breathe new life into that He's team. He's going to smoothly build upon the best of Bielsa, and we mm. will evolve immediately to the next level. And um, I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, the you know we're, we're kind of because of the the whole pressure on or the whole decision making around the Marsh appointment which is in the programme tonight about with you know the decision uh, the requirement to move on from Marcelo Bielsa at the end of the season which you know I would like to rewind and work out exactly when that became a requirement because it seems to have been decided long before we got as bad as we have been to start we, we, we really need to do better than the best manager that we've had for 25 years um, Marsh has been chosen as the person to build upon everything Bielsa did at this club and move us forward. That was what we're supposed to come in the in the summer and do that. And I don't know what part of that performance tonight is supposed to give me any kind of expectation of, you know, if we stay up and we gamble like spring lambs into the Premier League next season, what am I watching? Just, you know, penis formation down the middle, wide at the back, shuffle through the... It's been long time listeners will remember the penis formation. Yeah, it was one of Warnock's, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And just pinging the ball at the penalty spot, which I think was another one of Warnock's, and no width ever, and see what we can do. And that'll be that'll be the the brave new world next season. So um, I hope he's got more than than that um, is the thing because it does all you know. It's supposed it's very successful for Red Bull. This is what they teach everybody to do and. You know, the, the, it's going to be the, the the big change in in football in the world, and it's all going to be great. And you know, Bielsa is just crazy. Don't know what he's doing. Nobody's going to do that man marking stuff. Um, Let's not get into Red Bull because um, I think the ruling is this coming week. By the way, the case is being heard, so we may be having to shell them shell out to them eighteen million quid. Which is uh, honestly, imagine we lose on Sunday. Can we? It gets around them- to sort of Tuesday, Wednesday. That that happens and we lose we won't lose on Sunday we'll be in orange Rodrigo's worth 29 million why don't you have him instead of the, <laughs> instead of the money can we give you it in lieu exactly there oh, you go well, let's call it quits we're into that awful I'm, I'm just looking at the um, the comments now Are people like, watching on YouTube yeah well, god bless you thank you for doing so actually it's weirdly higher than I thought um, and it's, we're just in that we're going to be in this this no man's on now a, a cycle of Bielsa would have fixed it no he wouldn't Mm. Until the end of the season, now until we know either way, doesn't help. Does and, it? and we'll still, and we'll still, it all. and we'll still never have um, have an answer to that. We'll, we will never know. We'll never know. Mm. <laughs> the difficulty is as well, and I hate it. We've been here loads of times as well. It's like it feels it, obviously it's a very what they achieved and the style of football and everything was very different. But it's a bit like when we got rid of Grayson because we thought we could still get in the playoffs, and Neil Warnock had got this experience and he was going to play a more pragmatic style and he'd sort of defence out and he came in and very quickly you went oh no <laughs> it's no better in fact actually it's probably a little bit worse and it's a bit like when we got rid of Thomas Christensen and brought in Paul Hagenbottom he's going to you know we all uh, with new Price, ideas from e- Sheffield United we've and, even had with ball without ball haven't we this week yeah it was a big thing of the same thing and I always you know I don't know how I don't think um well, Christensen never got the chance to turn it round, did he? I think that's... Um, he also didn't really look like turning it round was the, was the other thing. No, but then it, it didn't get better under Heckingbottom. In mm. fact, it got loads worse. So, yeah. what's the... I've had enough, lads. I need to go to Asda. 
Here we go. Associated dairies, at least, you know. Mm, um, Marsh, final word to him. We're still digging hard. I'm not afraid of it, whatever it is. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that clown that lives in the drains. I don't know. I would say as well. And I will do everything I can to help these guys. Just for people who are keeping track, that video is four minutes ten, which is about twice as long as the Bielsa one used to be, even with the translations. It doesn't matter, Moscow. Stop talking, man. Do something. Get them playing better. Make us beat um, Norwich. He's not actually started his post-match um, press conference yet. Mm. So, probably see if he's still chipping away. At I hope he doesn't try to one in the morning positives out of it. Mm. I feel like it's not the time. Mm-hmm. Positive for Tyler Roberts. He wasn't to blame at all for this. Yeah. Yeah. Referee was our best defender at one point, wasn't he, today? Got in the way a bit. Twice, he? yeah. Well done. Yeah. Credit to the the linesman as well, who was in front of the family stand, who was just not not allowing the ball to go out of play. Just just what stood very close to it as the ball was out of play twice and just went, just play on. It's fine. <laughs> not bothered. Do you uh, do you like our corners now? Oh, they're good, aren't they? You can tell, you can tell they've been practicing them. Uh, that that, that um, hit the near, hit the man at the near post uh, is a great great policy. I was struck by um, Marsh in his press conference saying that um, you, you just have to believe in them. <laughs> believe in what <laughs> set pieces? Yeah, set pieces is all about mentality and like a real big part of it is just believing in what you're doing at a set piece. So so yeah, if you just you know really, if, if someone could tell but Jack Harrison to to believe he can get it over the first man, <laughs> PMA. <laughs> You can, Jack. Can you Ro- can do it. Can Rodrigo time to believe? Someone told Rodrigo to believe in passing to his teammates that are three yards away. They didn't. Villa didn't score from a corner, did they? They didn't. And actually, it was. Um, it was yes, one of the, one of the, a positive. The genuine positive was like I didn't shit myself every time the opposition got a corner. Obviously, the fact that um, that, they got their first one in ten seconds of kickoff. But yeah, but yeah, and the fact they had uh, just acres and acres of space in the box on several occasions. There was one. It always seemed to be on Furpo's side, didn't it? It's it's hard to defend him for it because he was as much as he finds defending hard. It was it was on his side, and I don't know where he was. I'll have, I'll have to watch it back to try and establish what exactly had happened to him. Again, straight from the Jesse Marsh webinar, so I feel like an expert now. So watch one video, but if you're on one side of the pitch, don't worry about the other side. Yeah, I noticed that a few times. That there was always a man over on the yeah. on the opposite side. Because we just yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah, we're we're pressing them in here. We're going to win the ball on this side of the pitch. Don't worry about that. If it gets over there. Then I assume we have to do something about it. Then, well, I've seen that, this whole thing. I've just, seen that same video, in Moscow, and I and I thought that, and I, so I took comfort. I tried to take. I didn't take comfort in it. I tried to take comfort in it. In that, actually, because we're doing the zonal marking, they then sh- did shift across. I thought, ah, yeah. I see. But then, you know, it only takes having to dance past him twice out of fifteen times to to get them in, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is that those videos and stuff look great. Watching that, I was like, this this could be really exciting and loads of. Lots of fun, lots of chaos, and you know Mike Grella could do it. So, how hard can it be? Um, sorry, Mike, if you're watching, I, just, I used just, to love you. We just don't have a Mike Grella in this squad. No, we don't. No. He's had a shout out at every press conference. I hope he keeps that up. Let's let's finish. Just so, looking at looking I've at the stats on uh, Sofa score, they, they score people. I don't, I don't worst know. player on the pitch, Furpo. Best player on the pitch, Cash. Who was up against Furpo <laughs> for the majority of it? That probably tells the tale, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, would. Probably not going to see him next game. Is there any any news on Furpo's injury? No, no, no. He's not anything. I don't know what what Marsh has been doing. It could be maybe there's been a a, a real long huddle in the changing rooms. It's like half hour of huddling, <laughs> sort it all out. Um, Wankers. But we'll. Uh, I mean, if they've been doing that in huddle as well, it's um, <laughs> private boys' school behaviour, isn't it? Leave that to the rugby lads. I say. 
Leeds United circle jerk. I've had enough. I've had enough and I'm pressing the button to end the show. Okay, good. Well, bless every single one of you. Yeah, is, uh, thank you. Watch, you particularly the right. ones who um, paid for TSP Plus membership to watch this live. You are the real ones. Mm. Thank and, you. Uh, we need you and we love you. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> get your feedback in for propaganda. Heroes beer thin. Oh, we've, still, well, we've still got Norwich. Yeah, I was going to say, just hold fire until we've beaten Norwich and we are barnstorming and everything's great. Hello, Bamford's had half an hour. So we had, he was ready for 10, ready for half an hour. So what can you do? A half against Norwich? Mm. Full match? Do we just go for broke? I mean, the, the cut to uh, Calvin and Cooper in the stands, I mean, how injured can they be? Mm. I, I was thinking Calvin with one leg would probably... Would probably have been better than what we had in there today. But yeah, so, I mean, something we'll have to change even purely just to get around Thurpo not being there. Oh, it, so. Nathan in the comments saying that Marsha said it could be his ACL. Right, excellent. So he's injured for ages. New left back, though. We'll see you in a well, bit. Well, it might mean, on the plus side, I feel it, might, bad. it might mean, it might mean, Ailing can go to right back. Yes. Cock can go to centre back. Yes. Click can go into midfield. Yes. And Dallas, he's still not a left back. No, <laughs> but, but he's, you know, he was great there but he's fine. for it a means, long time. If, if it means we can have a reshuffle and people can play in their actual fucking positions yeah, for and, a game, uh, I would be willing to see it. Llorente on the bench, so he could be back against Norwich. And I want to stop. Um, <laughs> people are noticing I'm trying to end this in the comments. The few, You're still going. No, yeah, I'm, I've never been more determined to keep talking. The few, good, the few bits that work like Dan James definitely gets it, doesn't he? The, this new press, all action stuff. Um, and Joffy oh, as M- well MCL this is MCL not his ACL still bad still one of his CLs that is Mankey yeah. Mankey cruciate it's a cruciate uh, <laughs> Lee said press the button down I'm trying to, I'm hovering on the button is it the medial the medial yeah and not the anterior you know no, no I don't know no so they're in different places but Joffy gets it with the press as uh, Richard's well asking, Richard's asking when does has the show it's fine it's open 24 hours it's fine I can yeah. go I can go all night but I do have to get up and sort out kids in the morning you know I've uh, got to get up and write a match report you know, okay. no sympathy for me idiot no, no, Lee, Asda doesn't close at 11, it's 24 hours, but it's getting late, and I'm tired. I don't know why, you've almost taught me into going to 24 hours, Asda, on the way. Should we go, should we go I together? I've got the one at, I'll pop at Castleford. <laughs> I'll pop off now. You just right. keep going. I'm this gonna, is like uh, organising gonna... a flash mob, isn't it? Are we all going, <laughs> everyone get down to the... Which Asda are you going to, or do you, um, do you not want to say? No, I'm going to go to the one at Pudsey. Um, all right, everybody, Pudsey, Asda. See you down there. Well, that, well, don't leave me alone in Castleford. Uh, I'll just knee sliding around there until I get thrown out. Uh, <laughs> Jay Sampson saying Dan and Putin keen to, keen to press the button yeah I mean to be honest I'd, I'd take a nuclear winter right now yeah um, although I think we go down if it goes to points per game don't we probably um, fear will stop us achieving our goals discipline to stick to exactly what we are trying to do will give us confidence oh, oh god not is that what you're saying <laughs> end of the show the match ball small details are big surfaces Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.